on this week's episode of Bungalore and the Bus. We are hanging out at Soto Square eating some Detroit pizza. And it's square. Like you, Brendan. Like my pants. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I can't believe I'm out of my house instead of at home playing my Oculus. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. How do you know you're not at home right now using your Oculus? I'll tell you, after I just got it, right? Yeah? Yeah, and I love it. But like you watch some dirty movies on there, know, I kind of did. Because <laughs> everyone everyone's always jokes about it. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, look it up. Yeah. And it might have ruined my life because <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> but I um, I took it off after like setting it up. And it took I was on it for like an hour or two, Uh-oh. you know, like too long. <laughs> Feeling like that fat guy in the movies, you know, he's <laughs> pretending to be other people. You know what I'm talking about? And... Uh, and I took it off, and then we had to go drive somewhere. And I had a whole moment of like, "Is this real?" Because everything scary. wasn't as colorful, you know. Oh. Like everything was the, the more, real world's not as exciting as the metaverse. Yeah, I had a whole like, like coming down moment from this it. Is what happened in Ready Player One. <laughs> anyway, what we normally talk about here on Bungalow or in the Bus is all the things in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhood, like the Soto District, where we are tonight. Yeah, we're over at. Uh, Actually, Tin and Taco. We're, that's where we're, where we're recording. Soto, which is, uh, yeah. But right next door is a new pizza concept. It's called Sodo Square. Yes. And it's like Detroit-style pizza. It is. And delicious. So good. Done by the same owner. Rob. Same operator. We'll He's, have him on later. Yeah, he'll come on. He'll tell us what's up. He's going to knock down the wall that's between Soto Square and this place and, and open them up to each other, and they'll just have a shared dining room. Maybe even a little... A little booze we'll one see, day. We'll you know, that's yeah. ahead of time. We yeah. can't but talk no, too much about he that. He makes Detroit pizza. It's square. It's it's uh, a little thicker. Yeah, super good. But like when we say thick, it's just like thick in measurement. But oh. like it's not <laughs> it's not dense. It's not it's not a baby. I'm, I'm thick in measurement. Thick in I'm measure- not dense. <laughs> it was, you're a little adult today. You haven't even had any beer. I know. Just drinking water and and. What is this called? Fago. Fago. It's the soda. Or I shouldn't say that. It's the pop of Detroit. Pop. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, yeah, I've lived in Florida too long. What was your week like, John? Uh, what did I do? I went I went and saw a movie. <laughs> I went and saw that new Nick Cage movie. It's was it good? good? It's funny, yeah. It's, it's him at playing funny. himself. Yes. Or yeah, a yeah. version of himself. Yeah, yeah. It's actually pretty funny. I saw his interview uh, about it on, I can't remember. It we did good. the whole circuit. It was good. I went to a Met, the Met Gala at the Orlando Museum of Art. Okay, how was it? I saw you all dressed up. I was in drag, so it was very fun. I still have glitter all over my body. I, I noticed. Because my, I my see buttons are I your chest. Undone. I don't know about the rest of your body. Yeah, I'm just it's, assuming it's, it's everywhere It's there, else. too. <laughs> <laughs> look like a beached fish. <laughs> <laughs> it's glittering in the sunshine. Um, it was fun. I was at first. It was just fun to be like super dressed up and had a very fancy thing with like Jackie Siegel, who was very nice. Oh, really? To me. She was there. Yeah, and she did a photo shoot and then stopped it to wave at me, which oh, was very big for me. Was she like Brendan? No, I think she was just like, look at that suspiciously large <laughs> woman. <laughs> He's just tall. You can me. get on her show. Sure, sign me up. She was she was actually really pretty, and but then it got to a point where I was like, God, these rich ladies. Will not stop touching me. And really? Were, I'd be in the middle of a conversation, John, with a friend I hadn't seen for a while. 
happened all the time. And they would literally grab me wow. and pull me away out of the conversation to take a photo with them. And none of them knew how to work their phone. So it was just like I'd be <laughs> there for like 10 minutes while they tried to figure out how to take a photo. You know what you should have did? But You should have wore that cow costume that you wear to cows and cows. It's the same reaction. And I'm always consistently mad that I have to get pulled into someone else's photo just because of the way I'm dressed. It's not for them. Wear a suit next time. It won't happen. <laughs> I shouldn't say. Fun, I though. shouldn't victim blame on this. Great You're event. the victim here. It coincided with the Met Gala in New Probably York. the same type of people go to both the Met I, Gala and the Orlando Museum think, of Art. I don't think any of them looked at the art. No. They were all just taking selfies and getting drunk. <laughs> None of them were in the galleries. It was very interesting. Did to you see. go see that uh, Basquiat exhibit? I did, but huh? like... They don't let you come in with a drink, and so I had a drink in my hand for most of the night. <laughs> I had to throw out a good one just so I could finally look at the art. I visited Manalo because they have a big exhibit up, and so they gave me a private tour. We'll have a video of that coming up on Instagram. Nice. And then we had just phone calls all week because we're doing some really big deals for our members this week. Cool. Um, Mayhem on Mills. The wrestling people are coming back, and our buddies will get the first dibs on those tickets before anybody else. So make sure you're you're up on that. All jump. right. All right. Megacon is coming up. We're doing stuff with them. Orlando City Soccer. They have that big Arsenal game coming up. Yeah. Right? Exhibition game. Exhibition game. We're going to give our buddies. We'll get two free tickets each. Really? Just to go to the game. Really? Isn't that amazing? I would love free tickets to go to a I, game. You're a buddy. I am a buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I got my I got my keychain right here. Well, there you go. Then you're good. Or then there's also the Cinco de Mayo thing, which is too late if you're listening. But like our members got to go in for 10 bucks instead of 20 bucks at the door. And they get two free drinks. So tickets. go to bungalore.com slash support hyphen us. So Easy support us page on the Bungalore page. And uh, and you can get your you can get your sign up. You get a little keychain. You get put on an email list and we'll send you deals all the time. It's so the best deal in town. If you don't have it, like you will save your money. Pays a, for itself. Just on the Orlando City Arsenal game. Pays for itself. Yeah. Uh, news. News. Kim Kardashian came to Orlando. We talked about it last week. I missed her. <laughs> and she missed us. That's true. I met her sister one time doing a, a story. Which one? Uh, the young one. I don't Kendall? know any of them. Oh. Yeah, yeah the young one. Yeah. She was opening the sugar factory when I was a reporter at WESH, and I interviewed her. Um, she was very nice. Everybody asked me afterwards, what was she like? What was she like? I'm like, she's a 16-year-old girl. Like, what do you expect? With a lot of money. Yeah, it was so funny. When, when there was like, like 2,000 teenage girls there that day and this was when snapchat was big uh-huh. and i think it was kendall it might have been kylie i don't remember one of them uh all you already know more names than yeah, I yeah. anyway she walked up on stage took a, like a, a a snap of everybody and then walked off like thank you guys and that was like her <laughs> whole thing and they freaked out they loved it because yeah because yeah, they were featured yep, on a snapchat exactly uh, well, Kim was here. We thought it was just a date night. Remember, cause she came down with her man. Yep, Pete. From SNL. Yeah, Pete Davidson, the almost astronaut. Uh, <laughs> she came down to get a dress for the Met Gala. She got Marilyn Monroe's actual dress that she's saying uh, happy birthday to President Kennedy. So Ripley's has the dress. They do. They bought it for $4.8 million. This was several years ago. It's the and- most expensive dress ever bought at wow. auction. And so their warehouse is here in uh-huh. Orlando. Have you ever been to it? No. We should get you in there, Brendan. Okay. I have been there. It's fun. Let's they go. They have so much crazy stuff in there that's not on display. Oh, I yeah, love a warehouse tour. It's a lot of tour. fun. I'm sure they would let you tour. Well, let's go. So, You're not a very good friend. You should have brought me there already. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. I, think, I don't remember when I did that. It was fun though. But you're a great friend, John. So she, she. I don't understand why she came down here to get it. Like, could they have not shipped it to her? I don't know. I don't know. I know she had to. So I read the story where there she was had a replica to, one. She had to try on the replica one. Yeah. And then she had to like lose some weight. She said. Yeah. To fit into this other one. Yeah. And then she wore the other one to the Met Gala, but only for like the photo part. And then, and then she took it off. Yeah, because because she couldn't sit she couldn't in sit it. In, couldn't didn't want to eat. In it. She couldn't wear body makeup, uh-uh. which is a big thing for you know rich people. Her brand and her yeah. brand. <laughs> I mean, yeah. but like it's it's kind of a fun story. Like you know, I know a lot of people don't like the Kardashians for whatever reason, but like you know, she came down here, she got it, she wore I like it. That. Like, that's that's a very interesting. Idea. It's also interesting about access, like that someone could actually. Take out the most expensive dress ever bought on auction, uh-huh. take it out of a collection, and then wear it just because they're rich. And I'm sure Ripley's was happy to loan her the dress or whatever, however they I guess. Now we're all it. talking about it. I exactly. don't know if they got a donation for the use of it. Well, now they now they can take that dress anywhere and say, this is the dress that Kim Kardashian wore and Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, the only women to ever wear that dress. Exactly. Uh, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe Marilyn Monroe's friend. Maybe Jackie O put it on, but probably not. Right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, Duven, the the super cool beachwear brand. The, the, they were started here in Orlando, but they're everywhere. Everybody loves them. Duven? Or Duven? No. Okay, go ahead. They have like a bus that's turned into like a, a cool merch shop. You never heard of these no, guys? No, no. It's super cool. It's almost like streetwear, like bucket hats and stuff, right? Um, they have collaborated with Orlando City on a new limited merch run that's available at Exploria Stadium and online at ocmobileshop.com. And they have some really cool, really fresh designs. If you've been putting off getting an Orlando City soccer shirt just because you're not sure, like, you don't want to wear a jersey, this could be for you. There you go. No, I'm, I'm Googling it as we great? talk. That was right. it on the top one. All right. Looks good. Yeah. It's like sunset-inspired, very, very trendy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe I'm too old to wear it. I don't think so, But Brendan. I'm gay enough. I could pull it off. <laughs> I'd uh, like the, to see that graph. The of, graph. Old enough and gay enough where, where it collides. <laughs> where it collides. <laughs> like artist Canadian uh-huh. gay, gay person. What can you wear? Um, the city just knocked down the 7-Eleven building at downtown. So let's talk about this a little bit. So uh-huh. this is at the corner of Central and Magnolia. Is that right? Rosalyn. Rosalyn, I'm sorry. Okay. Rosalyn Magnolia, right by the library. Yep. Uh, used to be a place called Blank Space. Blank Space Gallery. It was a cool bar when I was living downtown that you could go and, and drink beer. It was owned by Jeffrey, wasn't it? It was, It was. I don't know, but it was a cool spot. It was a landscape architect. Yeah. Owned it. Yeah. Cool spot. It was a fun place to hang out. That closed, and then eventually it turned into a 7-Eleven. Which was very popular, but also mostly with... Homeless people. People that, yes. Yeah, down people your experiencing luck, folks, homelessness. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't send me an email. So so some, some little old ladies bought it. I'm saying it because that's what they that's call That's how they themselves. call themselves. They started the Orlando Land Trust. And they're like, we're going to buy this because we don't want a, a High apartment. Rise yeah, a big old apartment or office so building dumb. to go there. So dumb. they bought it. And now they knocked it down. Because they, do, they, they raised the funds, they donated it to the city and per, to be used in perpetuity as a park space. Three million? Or was it? I think more. There's a lot. Remember. I mean, it's more than you and I make. Yeah. Come on. I don't think I could raise four million dollars. <laughs> in our lifetimes. In our lifetimes. <laughs> <laughs> you, you will get closer to that than <laughs> we'll I will. We'll see. Big old TV star. Right I got there. some TV money now. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Won't won't happen. So so <laughs> they knocked it down. I saw the the video of Mayor Dyer 
getting in the big old truck. With his little belly hanging out and pulling on the sticks. Yeah, you look cute. I like that. That was a good video. I, I think did. Commissioner Sheehan was in there, too. She, of course. Can't keep a lesbian from a power tool. And then and what's a bigger power tool than a, than a demo thing? <laughs> I'm sure she was humming Miley Cyrus under her breath the whole time. Uh, the Melrose Center, which is the place where they don't let homeless people in at the library, did a, uh, a video of the whole thing, like a stop motion. Oh. What do you call it? Fast uh, forward. Yeah. Yeah. Was the word for I'm, it? I'm blanking on it. Uh, video of the whole thing getting knocked time, down. Time lapse. Time lapse. There you go. There you go. So, so they still got to like clear it out, right? It's still going to take time to. Yeah, like, still got to get all the out. junk out. And, and then makes, what? What's next? Then they're going to put down some hardscape and a little bit of grass and make it a little park. And it doesn't connect to the park, the greater park. They keep saying they're expanding Lake Yola Park. It doesn't connect to Lake Yola Park. It's separated by another building, actually three buildings. Um, the idea, I guess, according to some plans that we actually got our hands on. Tunnels. <laughs> Tunnels. Yeah, that's good. Air bridges. <laughs> yeah. Trampolines to get over those buildings. Like Big a... old trampolines <laughs> with the faces of poor people on them. You just jump up and down. <laughs> you land in the lake. <laughs> or an ibis grabs you by the hands when you get up high enough and float down like Mario Brothers. Is that weird key shop still over there? That was in that building. Oh, that, that got knocked That's down. Gone. Yeah. So what's Same left? Same as the barber shop? What's left is, no, that was in the building too. Gone. Okay. Which is funny that we call it the 7-Eleven building because there were like four other businesses in the same building. But you know what we're talking about. There's the Rosalind Club, which is like this old uh, institution for, for women who are actually the wives traditionally of the university club. Oh, really? Because they didn't let them in? They didn't let them in. So they started their own thing. But now women can be a part of the university club. But, it, you know segregation of the sexes or something and so that's still there that's not going to go anywhere because it's a historic building but there's a three-story building called the city center that's right there and apparently that's going to get knocked down and you ever been in there yes i've never been in there yeah i've never seen them do stuff there like i i see those buildings there they uh-huh. look cool i've been in both there's another one behind what, it that's though? like mediterranean revival they look cool but like like what do they do offices there? they're offices oh they're not yeah. even like event spaces no. Oh, no. they look like they could be. Their offices. There's one that's like uh, the Mediterranean Revival one. Yes. Which was like co-working for for like organizations. I don't know. All Interesting. Right. Uh, so no more Charlie's Shave Parlor. No. <laughs> uh, Thomas Chapman yeah. was just named Downtowner of the Year by the Downtown Orlando Partnership and their Golden Brick Awards. Congratulations. Yeah. Crickets. Crickets. 104.1. Put in some cricket noises right now. <laughs> um, for people who don't know, Thomas has served as the executive director of the Downtown Development Board and the CRA since 2007. I get, I get all these boards a little confused, Brendan. It's a lot of acronyms. I mean, it really, I'm not I'm not trying yeah. to be a jerk here. Like, I really don't <laughs> know what they all do. Okay. Because there's a few, right? Yeah. Well, there's the DOP, Downtown Orlando Partnership. What's their job? Do you know? They. It's kind of like a chamber they they promote things downtown, but then they also and they have like a like an email list, and it's all about like uh, connecting dots between businesses and corporations that are downtown. Okay, uh, but they also have a, a nonprofit foundation arm of Rio, which was launched a couple years ago. That's the one that we raise money for. 
I, I helped them raise 20 grand to do public art. Oh, yeah. And then the director left, and then nobody could access the funds. So it's just been in a weird fund this what, whole is it time. Is like a Bitcoin thing? No, it feels <laughs> He's like He's the it. only one that knows the password? I kind of just gave up on it. I don't know what's going to happen. You bury it in a safe somewhere? <laughs> doesn't seem right. Yeah, it's in a pickle jar <laughs> in Some the back. A treasure map that only he can decipher? <laughs> what's under their names? I don't know. It was weird. Oh, so yeah. they couldn't. Anyway, that's what I was told. They couldn't access funds. <laughs> There's the DDB, which is the Downtown Development Board, which is really kind of run by the city and and benefits from the CRA, which is the Community Redevelopment yep. Agency, and that's a tax boundary. So what's their job? Well, there's a certain it's to repurpose tax monies that are collected from the downtown core and reinvesting in downtown. So right. they're the ones that paid for like the Plaza Theater to be there, Mad Cow theater to be there they got the public to open up over by lake eola those are those all seem like things that have happened 10 years ago at least right so i feel like you're trying to get me in trouble i'm just just asking because i don't know i really know i have a personal opinion we don't have to get into it we don't have we don't have to get into it but i'm gonna i got it people want me to say what's on on your mind what's on my mind and Uh on my heart yeah and for something like this you know uh Thomas Chapman was a big, was the big pusher for the fight against the street party atmosphere in quotations during the pandemic downtown, right? So that's why we now have this outdoor speaker ordinance and and, uh, why we don't see any food carts downtown on the streets anymore, like the vegan hot dog cart, which has been in operation for 25 years. They had to move into a brick and mortar because they're not allowed to operate because they're not allowed to operate on the streets downtown anymore. To me, that sounds like things that aren't benefiting downtown. I, I mean, that sounds like restricting. So it's so weird to see because like contentious. This is a very contentious thing. Thomas Chapman has done a lot of good for the city of Orlando Mm -hmm. and he's been with it for a long time. Um, but these policies recently, especially during the pandemic, are very questionable. So it's just weird to see a group like the DLP honor that and honor his his contributions to the city, including the most recent ones, which I don't agree with. Yeah. So that's I would I would question uh, the love shown to that, because I think there's a lot of people who are downtown Orlando during the pandemic who really were kicking butt? Yeah, you know who can did some name, great things. I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot. I don't you, know yeah, if you of can course name you anybody off the top of your head. You're like that well, person. I'm mad at them, but the Dr. Phillips Center for Performing Arts did a wonderful job yeah, programming no. their front yard festival. That's I don't a, know if a lot of people took advantage of it, but I think they did a really good job in the transformation of that plaza. Oh, I agree into something people could go socially distance. It's funny when you drive at. by it now. You're like, oh, like, that's what the oh yeah, that's what it looks like again. It I, looks, I hadn't seen it. For it two looks years. like a kitty litter bed. <laughs> sand it's like that's yeah, yeah. kitty litter uh-huh yeah but no i see what you mean there i mean opening up this diamonds hall and and getting all that they together. did a lot during the uh-huh. pandemic but they weren't open they got a lot of money from the city to do it yeah right they tapped into some coffers they weren't supposed to be allowed to use to make it happen but they worked yeah they worked on it um i think the thornton park did a pretty good job with their little cul-de-sac activation that the city gave them over at Lake Eola. So like, there's just things that, you know, the, the city staff staffer who finally got parklets to go through, whoever that was, whoever that was. Right. But the, who's, you know, who's going to get the credit for that are people like Thomas Chapman, right? Uh-huh. Which is a shame because it was someone else who really went out there and did the math, the city planning and engineering math to make it happen. Am I mad that that didn't continue to get pushed further? The yes. Parklets? The parklets. Yeah. Why is it just in Thornton Park? 
I don't know. That makes absolutely no sense to me. Why, especially when you look at Thornton Park and the ones that are getting used, I would say half of them are never touched. Like Cavos. I love Cavos, but everybody at Cavos wants to be inside. None of them want to sit out on that mm-hmm. parklet. It's never used. Why is it there? I don't know. Move it over to Ivanhoe Village. You know, move it over to uh, Audubon Park. They, they could use some outdoor activations in Autumn Park. It's, we don't got all any in College Park, hardly. I mean, College Park. You guys could use that. Get get that seating off the sidewalk in front of uh, Graffiti Junction. Take over a little parking totally. spot out front. Yeah. That, I that mean, people will sit sense. outside. I mean, over at Shakers, they're outside all the time down there. Yeah, they're killing it. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Christos. Christos, People yeah. want to sit outside Absolutely. if you give them a reason to. Absolutely. Not necessarily at, uh, at Cabos for some reason. Because <laughs> you all want to. Winter Park could definitely use it. But that's it's a different different Main Street program. True. So they have their own money and stuff. But I would just, I'm just, I would question the, the appointment. He apparently did a beautiful speech about how much he appreciated the designation. Maybe it's a Lifetime Achievement Award. But Maybe it should be treated like that. It should be treated like who made things happen last year for the city that's what it should be all right anyway it's a it's a private thing i don't care i don't really care i don't know why i'm i'm, I'm waxing poetic about brendan's this. gonna win it one year i'm also maybe holding a little bit of a grudge because when he clapped back at me about questioning his war on the street party atmosphere downtown i was like that makes absolutely no sense there's there's a whole lot there are libraries of books that are about the importance of having tons of people in the street to combat violence. Yeah. The more people that are in the street watching things that are happening and participating, the less likely you are to have an incident of violence. So pushing these uses out and making it so they're all just inside makes absolutely no sense. To yeah, me. I agree. All I right. agree, Brendan. We doing okay in time? We should take a break. Let's take a break. We're uh, I'll here. catch my breath. I'll get off my soapbox. Okay, box. we're here at Soto Square. <laughs> we're eating pizza. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk to Rob, the owner, okay. here in a little bit. So. Yeah, he's gonna tell us what this pizza is. I'm, I'm gonna tell Why you. Why is what it so is. important? It's so good. Brendan, did you know that you and I wrote a book? I seem to recall. Yeah, it's got a hundred things to do in Orlando before you die. Yes, it is a guidebook to all the fun things that you can do in Central Florida. Things you might not have heard of. Things that we might have been keeping secret just to put in this book. I'm going to tell one secret. Pinball Lounge. Ooh, we love the Pinball Lounge. Orlando Wetlands Park. That's two secrets. Yes. You got one more? Uh, Skydiving somewhere. (laughs) Go to 100thingsorlando.com to get your copy signed today it's time for your weekly nzn update nzn is central florida's only full-time alternative cinema and it has tons of comfy couches and table service options to maximize your movie viewing experience the northman opened last week and stars an incredibly gorgeous and muddy alexander skarsgård cutting his way through equally filthy opponents in a Scandinavian epic of porny ep- uh, I mean, of epic proportions. Bjork is in it too! Be sure to check out the Mother's Day brunch event on May 8th when they screen the classic 1957 film Funny Face. I know you, what you did last summer plays on the 10th. Nick Cave 
Uh, this much I know to be true is on the 11th and Legally Blonde will play for free in downtown Winter Park on the 12th. They also have a new VR film festival. It's called Visions. You can head on over to eventive.org and look up the Florida Film Festival to see all of their options and make sure you do it on your VR sets because it's crazy. Go to enzian.org today to check out their awesome lineup. Blah, blah, blah. Movies. From the DeWitt Law Firm, it's the official attorney of Bungalower and the Bus. It's Mo DeWitt, and this is Mo in a Minute. Mo, how are you? I'm doing all right, John. All right, just all right? Uh, you know, it's been oh, a rough day. No, okay. I'm doing fine. <laughs> so um, I see these billboard attorneys when I'm driving down I-4 here in Orlando, and I always wonder, are those the attorneys that are actually going to court on my behalf or not? Well, I can't really speak to that, but what I can tell you is any attorney that you should hire, you should ask them that question. You should ask, are you willing to take my case to trial? Do you take cases to trial? So those are all good questions to ask an attorney before you hire them so that you're fully informed when you hire them. So if I hire you, Mo, you going to trial for me? If you got a good case, we'll go to trial. Thanks, Mo. And always remember, injured on the go, just call Mo. Support for Bungalower and the Bus comes from Orange County Library System, which hosts its annual summer reading program June 4th through July 23rd. This year's theme is Oceans of Possibilities and offers free camps, classes, and events for kids and adults. Registration begins on May 2nd. For more information, visit OCLS.info slash SRP, that means Summer Reading Program, or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Bustegger. And I don't want to go to your guns or glitter gender reveal party. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. How are you going to do your gender reveal party? For myself? (laughs) (laughs) I'm waiting. It happens every day I open the door, John. (laughs) Every day I open. You never know what you're going to do. I know. I'm like, do I call him a he? Do I call him a she? I don't know. Just call me happy to be here. (laughs) And we're hanging out at uh, Tin and Taco Soto, where we just... We're next door, mowing down on some pizzas from Soto Square. A Detroit-style pizza restaurant opening May 12th. He's only going to make 100 pizzas a day. Be there or be square. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. So he's only going to make 100 a day, and when he's sold out, he's sold out. Yeah, and you're just going to have to deal with it and try again the next day. And I'll tell you... So probably good. some of the best pizza I've had in town. I'm I'm gonna agree with that, and yeah. I've had a lot of pizza in Orlando. Yeah. I, I know I know Orlando gets kind of a bad rap for having not the greatest pizza, and I don't deny that. There's not great pizza here. Why? Do you think so? Yeah, but I also like Domino's. Cons- <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, like consistent. I mean, there's places that have good pizza. Don't get me wrong, but like I don't think there's a lot of places that have good pizza. No. Yeah. And no. so this is one that Delicious. they make great pizza. And I like Rob a lot because he's a little experimental. He'll be on in a couple of minutes. He'll tell us all about it. Yeah. I think we have time for like one story before yeah, he gets yeah. on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, London House. Have you heard about this? So I'm like just learning about this because I'm not their clientele, obviously. <laughs> so explain have, what this is. We'll have Fayez on soon. 
Fias Garrett from Orlando Weekly, he wrote about this. This is really how I found out about and, it. And, and he reviewed it, I think. It's a private club slash restaurant that's over on Restaurant Sand Road. Sand Lake. On Sand, Sand Lake, Lake. By Dr. F- in Dr. Phillips. And you have to be a member to get in. That's it. And it used to be another restaurant that I can't remember the name of it, because, but it was really good. It was a really cool restaurant. It just didn't didn't do well i guess and yeah you have to be a member it's uh-huh. like super exclusive but i think they're didn't they just stop doing that now yeah that's okay. the story the story is that now they're opening it to the public for certain hours of the day it'll still be closed uh to their members from 9 a.m to 5 p.m daily but then for dinner they're going to open it up to the public i mean i wonder if that that has to be an economics thing where you're like all right this was fun but we don't got enough it people sounds eating. like it they're converting they had a private kids area for their members that's going to be an event rental space uh for weddings and things and they're refunding all of their existing members the dues that they paid because apparently this new model is going to work better for them because i mean it's in a very nice part of Orange County. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's where the pharmacy, it's near where the pharmacy used to be over that way. A little hidden spot. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a high end spot. The H Orlando, which is that gorgeous, like Turkish steakhouse. It looks like a, like a modern mid century, uh, tree house inside. Have you been there? I have not. I'll be honest. I don't get over there that often. Okay. I'm not opposed to going over there. I just don't, I don't live near there. It's not, it's not a cheap date i'll no, say that i'm hoping we can do my tv show there just so i can eat everything you should yeah. you should <laughs> i actually told the producers the other day make sure we go to the h because <laughs> i want to make spaghetti in those giant wheels of parmesan i think i saw the photo that they put on the orlando weekly's page of Fias's review and it was just like this like fancy viking steak knife and like oh yeah a piece of meat and then like splatters of stuff it's very it's very very nice. fancy uh-huh. oh rob's coming up right now let's talk to rob uh about what's going on here at tin taco and next door at soto square we're hanging out at soto square a new addition to the tin and taco in the soto district and we're hanging out with the owner operator and genius behind the concept Mr. Rob Bear. What's hey, up, Rob? Hey, What's Rob. up, Rob? Well, hello there. How, how are you guys? We're great. I, I want to say first, before you say anything, Brendan, uh-huh. I love the pizza. Awesome. Thank I you. love it. And you're a... I'm a, I'm a Detroit native. Yeah, talk about why that should matter. Why do people care what you have to say, John? Well, well, I've had a lot of pizza in my day. I was a big boy growing up, so... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. Uh, but, but there's a special kind of pizza. I should let Rob explain why Detroit pizza is different than other pizza. Rob, what is this? What's happening? Uh, well, we use cheese uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, a certain style of cheese. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We use a brick cheese that's from Wisconsin. And I gotta say, Rob, you're gonna have to hold that mic. Yeah, get it real close. We Pretend tell people Brendan's lips. Yeah, it smells weird. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Just like me. No, it smells like microphone. It's great, like new microphone though. Mm. So you got you got special cheese from Wisconsin. Uh, yeah, it's it's known for uh, Detroit style pizza is known for the the brick cheese. Um, what I do is uh, I, I blend it with a couple different cheeses to give uh, a couple different tastes and depths of um, flavors. But it's also square. The pizza's square. Pizza's square. Um, Hence the name, and it's spelled like dough, like like pizza dough. So dough square. It's yeah, very it's, smart. It's very punny. Uh huh. Very punny. Um, it's a I. I hate to use the word thick crust because it it's a little deeper than a regular pizza, but it's very light, airy, 
and crispy. Yeah, it's not dense. When you hear thick crust, you're like, oh, like 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 lettuce. Chicago. Chicago pizza is real thick, and, and there's sauce on top, and it's kind of soupy. It's like not a bad. Loaf I'll of eat bread. Chicago pizza. It's just different. It's it lasagna. Yeah, very light, but then it's got this crisp exterior, so it's got a crunch to it that is just so good. Great job, thumbs up, Rob. Why Thank did you, you. want to open a Detroit pizza restaurant right next to your taco shop? Yeah, I felt pizza and tacos were a great combination. Um, I love I love both of them, and and to boot with beer is uh, is a perfect uh, <laughs> trifecta. Um, I grew- like you cook for things that you want, right? Yeah. Like same with your taco concepts. Like you're very experimental and playful with your ingredients. You know? Yeah, we have fun with them. And I think it shows. I think it's going to show in your pizza concept, too. But you didn't have to do Detroit pizza. You could have just made pizzas like everybody else here in town. I don't really like to do what everybody else does. I don't Mm. like to conform. I like to play with my food. Uh, I grew up on this pizza. Uh, Back in the day, eating this pizza during my childhood, we didn't call it Detroit-style pizza. It was called square or round. Yeah. This was the square version of the round pizza that we ate. So I... I don't think people wanted to coin uh, Detroit in anything, so it really didn't get a lot of attention until about five or six years ago. That's true. That's true. And it's so good. Like, if you, if you have never had it, and, and I think we were talking about this earlier, Rob, a lot of people say, well, I don't like deep dish pizza. It's, it's different. It's a little bit different Because you expect it that. to be dense. Exactly. This I think you're going to do well over here because there's so many people that have probably moved from, from Michigan or even the Midwest that grew up on this, like you said, and they miss it, or they only get it when they go home. So, a, those that, when we see restaurants open up that have like a nostalgic childhood factor, sure, they tend to do well. You know, unless you're a bad operator, and we know from past experiences, you're a great operator because you still have tons of locations open for tin and taco. Uh, we predict good things for you, Rob. Well, I appreciate that. And in, in, in that, this kid's this, got gumption. That covers a very small portion of the people that are from here. You know, from. The Michigan area that are, are familiar with this pizza, but I want to spike the curiosity out of people that have never had it before and they want to try a, a delicious, the best pizza on the planet. When can they try it, Rob? It's the 12th? Is that when you're opening to the public? Yeah, so May 12th at 4 p.m. Uh, we're going to run our soft opening and we're going to be doing that Thursday through Sunday. We're going we're gonna to prep and make 100 pizzas. So 4 p.m. to sell out, and we'll probably run that for 30 to 45 days, and then we'll open up for regular hours. Sounds Genius. good. We'll, we'll be putting up all the information on where to find it, but where can people find you on Instagram? Uh, it's uh, Sodo, S-O-D-O-U-G-H, underscore square, like the shape. Smart. There you go. Keep Rob, it simple. Rob, do people tell you you look a little bit like Justin Verlander? I've heard that. Okay. My, uh, my bank account does not reflect Justin Verlander. <laughs> my wife does resemble Kate oh, Upton okay. a little bit. All right. So All right. That's very uh She's very fortunate. <laughs> yeah. I met your wife. Uh, thank you so much, Rob, for having us tonight. We'll be posting all the pictures and everything up on our socials and on the website so people can see how good this pizza really is. I appreciate you guys coming by. Thank you. Oh, that Rob. I like handsome, good-looking. I told you. Do you know who Justin Verlander is? No. He's a pitch. He used to be a pitcher for the Detroit Tigers. Okay. And his wife is Kate Upton. Oh, and yeah. they're just known for being. He, they're both good-looking human beings. His wife is gorgeous. Rob's, Rob's or Rob's Justin? Both Rob's of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just more good-looking people uh-huh. doing good-looking people. And he makes great things. pizza. A delicious. So that means, you know, she's very happy. Got to have a happy wife with that combo. It's true. 
Uh, more news? You want more news? Yeah, I want more news. Okay. I want news all over me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I found that so funny. Winter Park Distilling, the owner. Remember Winter Park Distilling and Bear... I don't know. I mean, I've, been to, I've been to where they are right there. Right by the first foxtail. Yeah. The epicenter of, of where all the foxtails. But I don't know if I've ever had like their drinks. They were good. They were good. They make like vodka or gin or. Yeah. Okay. Spirits. Spirits. And then beer as well. They're a brew distillery because they do both. But they've moved out of that space, which is now going to be the new home for. Uh, Courtesy Bar. Yes. And Swine and Sons in the back there. Uh, but they, the owner, Paul Twyford, or Tweeford, I'm going to say Twyford. I like both of those. Thanks. Uh, he's uh, taking over the food and beverage at Winter Pines Golf Course. Winter Pines? Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is owned by the city of Winter Park now. They paid $7.4 million for it in January. Where do you know off the top of your head, Brendan? I don't. It's I'm going to look it up. Real Ninety-three quick. acre property, so it's giant, and there's a. So they're going to do all the catering and stuff there, but they also have like a, a coffee shop, like a snack bar, John, on yes. the nineteenth hole. The, that, eight, uh, the nineteenth hole is like a joke. Oh, it is. Yeah. So the nineteenth hole is where you go when you're done to go drink beers. Oh, well, that's uh-huh. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so the golf, the Winter Pines is is on the back end of Bowling Park. So it's that golf course off of Cimarron. Uh, that, that's Winter Pines. So well, it's in Winter Park now, owned by the city of Winter Park. Ah. And uh, it'll the nineteenth hole. <laughs> I get it now. Uh, is now owned by them. So that little snack bar is going away, and it's going to be a very fancy lounge. Nice. Yeah. So. And apparently, according to how well that story did on on the socials, people are really excited about it. That's good. I mean, it's right yeah. by Baldwin Park, and so there's probably some clientele that play golf and they want to go drink or have yeah. some beers or whatever. Uh, if, if Winter or Parkers drinks. are trying to slum it, they go over to that corner, you know. Uh, Tornatori's Ristorante oh. is banning kids under the age of 18. That's true. I haven't really seen any, like, nasty comments. I, so we should give some context to this. So, so Tornatori's yeah. is on Edgewater Drive in College Park. It's like a pizza shop forever. They have a little Italian market. And they got pasta, very good pasta there. Made from scratch, vegan. Across the street from Bishop Moore High School, uh-huh. which is a Catholic school here in High Orlando. High school. Like a very well-known school too gigantic campus uh-huh and and a lot of uh, it's probably not cheap to go there it's not like cheap to go there 14 15 dollars a year according to, go there. to the angry moms who posted on their comments <laughs> they bust their butts to send their kids there okay i yeah. mean that's fine if that's what you want to do yeah. i guess that's fine it's your money they so, have had some issues when school lets out with you know parents will just park their cars and idle in their guests in their uh in their parking lot parking lot it's not a very big parking lot there's like four other businesses there one's like a tuxedo shop one's like a bank and it's a small pull in they don't patronize the businesses they just patronize they just sit there and wait for their kids to come (laughs) out so they can walk across the street so they don't have to deal with the line and then they take them home okay so that's one issue one issue the other issue is sometimes the kids if they're waiting for their parents there you know they're bored. They just get into trouble, or they go get some food, and and they don't. Tip, they're rude. Apparently. They they're don't rude. tip, and this is all from the owner. Yeah, and the, the owner, Danny Tornator, who is a wonderful person. Uh huh. I, I, you know, we just did a TV show episode with him. That's going to be on my new program there on Very Local, and he's um, 
he was talking about it, kind of hinting at it that it was in the works because we saw kids that were just lingering and you know, yeah. and they're kids. I mean, I don't breaking I mean, plants. Some and stuff kids are there. are dumpy kids, I guess. And some basically kids are chimpanzees. You know, uh-huh. like your brain hasn't formed yet. You're uh-huh. just out there when, when you're left to your own devices after a while. I mean, I, I'm sure I did dumb things at 1450. I definitely did. Probably didn't tip very well. It wasn't really in you my nature. Money. You don't yeah, need I don't money. Need money. To tip. So, but I get where as so a business he now owner, has a rule. They want to go a little fancier. They want to make uh, it a sit-down restaurant. I uh, have a fancy wine program. I mean, he has to do what's right for his business. If it's hurting yeah. his business and, and they're, and they're not helping, you got to do something about it. And they it. have a very loyal uh, clientele. They People, do. They'll follow them wherever. They've gone through a lot of changes in the past. They were weren't they like a restaurant takeover? They were. This this was years ago. They were on the Food Network for like the rescue one, and they turned it all around. I don't know if they were the owners then or not. I don't remember. I can't remember either. Um, and they were called something else, and then they changed it. But they people love it there. People they, love it. They they do a good job. And over again, there. the pasta is like some of the best in town. Yeah, it's that chicken riggy though gave me the acid reflux. So be <laughs> careful. It's a little spicy. And it sounds like they're kind of. I don't think they're getting away from pizza, but it's going to be more of a nicer Italian yeah, place. Yeah, just a nicer Italian. Yeah, yeah. The guy that makes the 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 pasta chef is from Rome, and his his grandma, his Nona, used to run a uh, family pasta factory. Really? Yeah. So it's in his blood. All right. I love that got pasta sauce in his blood. Got pasta sauce in his blood. It's not. I probably do too, but <laughs> it's not as healthy. That's cheese sauce. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, you're right. I saw a bunch of you weren't the only one to do a story on this. I I know Channel Everyone's Six, picked Channel it up. Six did a story on it. Yeah. That's how big it got. And like you're right, I read. I didn't read all the comments, but I read a lot of them, and Most nobody them was supportive. just like, "You guys are stupid." And, and we're starting and to see a couple like of that. those. They're like, "Well, why? You should have known that before opening up across from a school. You should have known you'd get students coming in." And they did. They they had dollar slice offers for uh-huh. those kids. Yeah. But then they realized the hangovers they ruined aren't it. worth it. You kids ruined it, according to him. And yeah. so you you can't have nice things. So if we're you taking want, them away. Kids can certainly come in if they're accompanied by an adult. Absolutely. So good luck to Denny's. I think the food's great. I actually like the idea of it not being full of kids. Like, I will be more prone uh, to go there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I actually, at, when I went to that gala at the OMA, uh-huh. it said on the invite, no kids. Like, 21 up an event. Makes sense. But some of these people brought their kids anyway. Really? Yeah. Running around. What people are drunk and in That's their fancy crazy. ball gowns. That's a little crazy. I know. This mom came in with her daughter in a matchy-matchy dress. You know, they're both cute for the photo. And then you're like, all right, take, yeah, I was take like, the kitty home. Yeah. I'm, it's just not a kid's event. No. Uh-huh. And I don't want to see that. <laughs> they probably could say that about me in a I'm dress. Sure. They're like, I don't want to. <laughs> Mommy, I don't want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> Close your eyes. Go put your Oculus on. She did. There was one lady who steered a kid away from me. I was like, thank God. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to follow you into the bathroom. I'm not offended by that. Yeah, I am going to the boys' restroom. <laughs> that was a good photo op. Uh, Packing District just announced their microbrewery partner it's orange county brewers i'm excited they're coming back to orange county because <laughs> they went to seminole lake lake uh mary yeah so they were downtown for a long time yep. and then they were like oh, we're not a long time they were they there for a while too long a couple years okay and then and they went up to lake mary and yeah now are they, they really leaving? their downtown location closed and then they opened another location in lake mary i know the narrative is that they moved uh-huh but that's not but now they're moving back yeah are they moving back or opening another location? Uh, they're opening it up in the Packing District's new food hall, which is going to be where that really cool uh, 
It's where the habitat restore used to be. Yeah, and it's that's going to get rebuilt beautifully. We have I, a rendering I, up on Bungalow Air. Go check that out. We don't have much time, Brendan. We don't? No, we should save Whatever you got, we should save it. Oh. Well, I, you guys got to see the story I just put up about the Iron Cow reopening because it's very, it's very representative of the state of how the city is treating small businesses in the permitting process. It's, it's a cluster cuss, and it's so interesting to see because basically they were forced to close for two years uh-huh. uh, while the city tried to figure out what they could and couldn't Keep do. Keep talking. I, I found us some time, Brad. You did? I did. Okay. Keep talking. Uh, so they were basically, they, they didn't have enough parking. The city shut them down. Uh, they are mad at them for that. And then they their liquor license lapsed somehow. And then they were trying to get a new liquor license. And the city was like, we're not going to give you one until you fix your parking issue, which doesn't make any sense. And then they, so anyway, they, they've sued. They, they got through it. They're opening back up on Saturday for Rockin' Robinson, which I'm actually going to be at oh, for nice. Bungalow. If you're a Bungalow or Buddy member, you can come on by the tent, show me your keychain, and you get a free drink. We're making oh. a fancy drink with our friends milk. from You're going to get some milk? No. 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 It's with Phoenix Vodka. So it'll be a big old pre-batch cocktail. Milk and vodka. Milk and vodka. <laughs> what my mom raised me on. Uh, so come on by. Maybe we'll have some books there for sale. Oh, Who yeah. Knows? We should do that. We should say, if, if you like what you hear, you should go to 100thingsorlando.com, buy one of our books. It's all in our books, man. Uh, thank you so much to Rob Bear for hosting us here at Tinnitaco and the new Soto Square, the pizza shop, serving up dishes from Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, Square Pizza opens May 12th. 12th. But they're only making 100 pizzas. Get there quick. Yeah, he's going to sell out. He will. All right, we'll see you guys next week.